It is easy, of course, to pick out good companies, companies that are better than other companies. But that is not the same thing as picking out good stocks to buy at their current prices. Benjamin Graham, quote of the day. Good morning. Today is 19 January 2022, episode one of the Special Situation Investing Podcast, where we value and share current stock investment opportunities so that you can go out and do your own research. Today we'll be covering Ocean Pal Inc., ticker symbol OP. So Ocean Pal Inc., a Greek dry bulk shipping microcap. Uh, parent company Diana Shipping spun Ocean Pal out on 29 November 2021. Ocean Pal consists of three unencumbered dry bulk ships, specifically two Panamax vessels and one Cape size vessel, with an average fleet age of 15 and a half years. Based on a 6 million USD per scrapped Panamax ship value, sourced from the 2016 C-SPAN annual report, Ocean Pal could likely scrap its entire fleet for approximately 24 million US dollars. Ocean Pal's fleet scrap value is based on a 6 million per Panamax and 12 million per Cape size ship. Cape size vessels average 156,000 deadweight tonnage as compared to the Panamax 52,500 deadweight tonnage. Scrap value is calculated as a multiple of weight to scrap material value, with steel content and steel spot prices being the largest two factors in the calculation. Given today's higher than normal steel prices, current scrap estimates are higher than the 2016 numbers mentioned before. The Signal Group's September 2021 ship valuation review projects a scrap value of 18 million per Panamax and 25 per cape size vessel. These figures take into account the 15-year average fleet age and current steel spot prices. Using the Signal Group projections, Ocean Pal could scrap its fleet for $61 million. For the sake of remaining conservative, the numbers referenced throughout this report are the lower 2016 realized Panamax scrap values versus the higher values projected by Signal Group. Due to the initial spinoff selling pressure, Ocean Pal trades at a near 25% discount to its conservative 2016 scrap value. Reasons for the spinoff. Parent company Diana Shipping offered the following reasons for the spinoff in Ocean Pal's 17 November 2021 Form 20F. While the parent intends to continue to pursue a chartering strategy of employing its vessels almost exclusively on medium and or long-term charter employment, it believes that several factors in the current dry bulk shipping market will result in the standalone fleet of the company realizing greater shareholder value as compared to continuing to operate in the fleet being contributed to the company pursuant to the existing parent company chartering strategy. These factors include the cyclicality in the dry bulk shipping industry, particularly the profitability and volatility in charter hire rates for the different types and ages of dry bulk carriers varying widely, and the greater availability of the employment opportunities for the aged vessels under short duration spot charters compared to period-oriented time charters. As a result of these factors, the parent believes that the spread between charter rates in the spot market for older vessels, such as those being contributed to the company, that is Ocean Pal, the newer vessels in the parent's fleet will be significantly narrower compared to the spread in the medium and or long-term time charter market 
where the majority of the parent's vessels are currently employed. As such, the operation of some of the parent's existing older vessels by the company in the current short-term spot market will maximize both the parent and the company's shareholder returns. In addition, the vessels that the parent is contributing to the company in the spinoff are unencumbered and are being contributed to the company free of debt. While the absence of debt may in the future allow the company greater borrowing capacity to further grow its fleet, in the near term, the unlevered fleet, together with the short-term spot charter strategy, should provide returns to the company's shareholders that will more closely track the overall performance of the dry bulk charter market. Lastly, the parent believes that the combination of the opportunities arising from the spot-oriented charter vessels set forth above, along with the non-leveraged status of the company, should allow the company to potentially consider, in the future, a dividend strategy which would further enhance shareholder returns. The company is also issuing Series B preferred shares to the parent in order to grant more control to the parent's management and to make it more difficult for the unaffiliated shareholder to affect the takeover of the company without the consent of the existing board of directors in a manner that does not dilute the economic interest of the common shareholders. The company is issuing the Series C preferred shares to the parent to partially compensate the parent and its shareholders for the continuing value that the parent will provide to the company in connection with the right of refusal over future vessels, acquisition, and employment opportunities. Management Incentives <clears throat> The parent company, Diana Shipping, appears to have a strong economic interest in the success of Ocean Pal going forward for the following reasons. First, the 500,000 Series B preferred shares retained by the parent secure 34% of Ocean Pal's voting rights on all matters. Second, Diana Shipping retained 100% of the Series C preferred shares, entitling it to an 8% dividend paid quarterly, along with the rights to convert the preferred into common upon the first anniversary of the Series C issuance. Third, Diana Shipping granted Ocean Pal the right but not the obligation to purchase six of its dry bulk carriers should Ocean Pal wish to expand in the future, along with a no-compete agreement on future ship purchases. Finally, Diana Wilmanson Management limited a 50-50 joint venture between Williamson Ship Management and Diana Shipping will provide fleet management services to Ocean Pal. Management of both Ocean Pal and the parent are aligned with the spinoff in several ways. Samarius Paliu, CEO of Diana Shipping, will serve as the chairperson and director of Ocean Pal. Furthermore, she is deemed to have beneficial ownership of approximately 18.2% of Ocean Pal's common stock. Additionally, Eleftheros Repetrifion, the now CEO at Ocean Pal, left his position as chief operating officer at Diana Shipping to run the Ocean Pal spinoff. Valuation on an asset devaluation basis, Ocean Pal stacks up well against other top publicly traded dry bulk shipping companies. As stated previously, the conservative Ocean Pal fleet liquidation value, if sold for scrap, is about 24 million USD, compared to its 18 million market cap. As a comparison, Diana Shipping operates 33 dry bulk ships with a conservative scrap value of 200 million against a 350 million market cap premium. Another comparison is Denaus Shipping, which operates 
71 vessels. Assuming the same scrap value, Danau shipping would net 426 million US dollars as scrap against a 1.4 billion market cap premium. Finally, Starbulk Carriers, another publicly traded shipping company, operates 128 vessels with a presumed scrap value of 768 million against a 2 billion market cap premium. Ocean Pal's valuation is further illustrated through an enterprise value comparison, which highlights the strength of its unencumbered balance sheet. With 420.3 million in debt and a 687.4 million enterprise value, Diana Shipping's enterprise value is more than three times its 200 million scrap value. Similarly, Danau Shipping with 1500 million in debt or 1.5 billion in debt and 2.8 billion in enterprise value carries over a four times enterprise value to scrap value. Finally, Starbulk carriers 2.7 billion enterprise value to 896 million in debt evidences a similar three times EV to scrap value. OceanPal, on the other hand, boasts a two-thirds enterprise value to scrap discount with 17 million enterprise value against 24 million for scrap. Though OceanPal's value lies mainly in its discounted price to assets, it does offer attractive earnings potential as well. Pro forma earnings for the six months ending June 30th, 2021 totaled 433,000 US indicating nearly 1 million USD in potential earnings for all of 2021. Fiscal year 19 pro forma revenue totaled 12.4 million US dollars, indicating a likely current revenue to market cap ratio of 1.5. A loose proxy of future earning power can be derived using the Baltic Exchange Dry Index. The BDI is reported daily by the Baltic Exchange in London. The index provides a benchmark for the price of moving the major raw materials by sea. The index is a composite of three sub-indices that measure different sizes of dry bulk carriers. Cape size, which typically transport iron ore or coal cargoes of about 150,000 tons. Panamex, which usually carry coal or grain cargoes of about 60,000 to 70,000 tons and Supermax with a carrying capacity between 48,000 and 60,000 tons. The Baltic Dry Index takes into account 23 different shipping routes carrying coal, iron ore, grains, and many other commodities. BDI currently sits at 2,229 or slightly higher than the historical average. The index is volatile, having ranged from a high near 12,000 in 2008 to a low of just above 400 in 2016. Ongoing inflationary pressure could drive this index higher, but any guess at future shipping prices is pure speculation. That said, the unencumbered nature of OceanPal's fleet offers downside protection in a declining market and greater upside should rising shipping rates prove a tailwind to future growth. Major risk factors. Continued global shipping disruptions, similar to those experienced in 2020 and 2021, could impact OceanPal's earning power. Increased inflationary operating cost pressures, coupled with lockdown or shipping distribution, uh, 
shortages and supply chain interruptions could drive down margins. Declining Baltic dry index rates coupled with ongoing fleet CapEx requirements. Excessive fleet downtime driven by maintenance, weather, lockdowns, regulatory issues, etc. A decline in ship valuations would negatively impact Ocean Pal's borrowing capacity. Finally, absent fleet expansion and modernization, the standard GAAP 25-year ship depreciation schedule will negatively impact Ocean Pal's book value going forward. Catalyst for increased stock price. Initial spinoff selling pressure wears off, allowing the market to value the underlying unencumbered assets at at least their scrap value and potentially more, as is the case with other shipping companies. Unencumbered fleet and strong earnings produce a track record demonstrating the viability of the business model. Fleet expansion through limited leverage of existing assets allows for increased operating margins in the business going forward. Parent company's spin-off thesis proves valid, and the unencumbered dry bulk fleet is more profitable operating in the short-term spot market versus the period order time chart strategy of the parent. So there it is for episode one, Ocean Pal valuation with a uh, fleet scrap value at 24 million US dollars on the extreme conservative side and uh, valuation with current market cap actually a little bit lower than when the write-up was accomplished, uh, sitting right now at about 14 million for the market cap. 